Greetings, dear viewers, and welcome to live conversation on Alatra TV. Today, we are going to talk about bioethics and eight principles of uh, creative society. How do we envision? Uh, how do we envision society of a new creative format where humans are fundamental unit of society, where a human being is the heart of the every process of society, where every person and live happily and safe and uh, be inspired and prosperous. Let's find out together and let's find out together to build this beautiful new format of society. My name is Ala and my co-host name today is Elena. She's going to introduce our guest and tell you more about our project. Thank you, Ala. Uh, the Creative Society project has been launched on, on the platform of Falatra International Public Movement. The goal of this project is to build a creative society by peaceful means. You could find more information about the project on the website, official website, alatraunice.com. At the moment, by conducting such interviews with people from all over the world, we are implementing the first stage of building such a society, informational stage. The logic is simple. The more people will know about it, the faster it will be implemented. So I'm happy today to introduce our guest, Professor Manuel Lozano Rodriguez, PhD, American University of Sovereign Nations, Professor Bioethics of Displacement, Global Goodwill Ambassador. Welcome to the program, Professor Manuel. Thank, you for, thank you for accepting our invitation. So Manuel, could you please tell us a little bit about yourself? What are you doing? And how did you come to the point where uh, where are you right now? Well, it's a it's a good question. Um, during my PhD thesis, um, I uh, I realized that in bioethics uh, we pay attention to vulnerability. Um, science bioethics is the law of life when meeting new challenge, um, um, new moral dilemmas are arousing um, mainly from technologies that uh, lead us to question about the limits and value of life. Um, in, in my point of view, um, we should focus on the social structures that shape human life too. For this reason, to know how authoritarian measures linked with public health try to, to put human life in control um, is, a, is a main issue in bioethics of displacement, I mean, politics of pain, um, uh, biopolitics as a whole, um, which uh, affects to, to many collectives. Mm, uh, I, in this point, I think that it's important to highlight that um, no, there is no ESAC method, and there is no medical procedures nowadays that is about to hack a moral dilemma. Thus, we need to, to stop uh, the 
present day lame dependency on a on a formal mathematical conceptual apparatus and return to the intuitive evidence that would legitimate uh, a deeper research on where life starts, where life ends, um, face the new the new sociotechnical challenges that are uh, coming. For example, um, delving into the synergy between technological progress in medicine and philosophy of care with artistic vanguards. But before doing it, we have some pending subjects. Um, I think that uh, one of the most important of these pending subjects is uh, stopping, stopping ableism. We, we live in the town of a brain-computer interface and virtual reality merging. I, I mean a blend of text thought for restoring communication and mobility with other, with other ones and that are nowadays providing fun at home like in the video games consoles uh, it, it can be taken lightly since nobody nobody knows how to make accountable the closed loops um, happening in our brain how, how will we prevent getting stuck how will we prevent getting stuck in alternative realities, oh, resorting to the same wisdom we have shown off before the social media and cell phones. Is this a, it is an invisible pandemic, what is happening with cell phones? Uh, or we allow our health and liberties to absorb any outcome well it is up to see but uh, we must uh, be quite aware of it in addition to this um, not so in the present day but a challenge that we are uh, facing in the next years and that is also important uh, for what it means belongingness to bioethics of displacement is um, the conservation and preservation of alien walls in the in the down of the Mars colonization preserving life in the solar system is intertwined with the future of humankind and it doesn't belong to any one nation, state, or corporation, but to all of us. Today, we are witnessing the space billionaires euphoria, and they are doing great work in some aspects.
but it must be balanced with thorough transparency. Uh, looking at the results on health, it uh, shouldn't be a room, by no means, for a star colonialism. Say no to looking this this scorch of colonialism in Africa. The space expeditions, earned lore will have a great value for bioethics, and they should be accountable. Accountable before a bioethics committee, just like any other research of or experiment is. Unless we want to see a new scramble of the solar system, as in the one we see in the end of the 19th century uh, with Africa, it would, uh, it would be very sad. Thank you very much. Uh... Testimonial. I think that uh, it uh, it is uh, linked with uh, very important topics. One of them is a self-governing society. Another one is transparency, and the other is the the sense of justice and equality. To start with, and the self-governing society, um, I think that this is. Uh, the the most urgent topic uh, today so I will start talking about it the the first step towards a self-governing society is not different from a self-government in self-governing individual self-governance takes um, competence be competent it implies making rational agreements and taking care of every member amidst suffering. It is a, a key component of belongingness, the philosophy of care. Nevertheless, self-governance is so hard to bring to practice. Why? Why is a self-governance assumption is that um, most people realize their own creatureness. Um, creatureness is uh, the, the quality of being organic and flowing and realizing it. I realize my own creatureness since I know that there are plenty of living beings inside my, my body in, in my mouth and inner physiology that uh, kept me alive. Um, however, most people live uh, trapped, trapped in their own createdness. Uh, 
rather than creatureness. There, they feel static, static in the human in their human identity, and it makes um, them more manipulable by the ones who control the social discourse. Thus, political going on, going on, mostly uh, happen on behalf of people who have no clue about this way of being trapped. It's a, it's a sobering thought in times of confinement isn't it? In, when it's about transparency, it's a, it's a topic that uh, um, make me make me angry since uh, I, uh, I feel that it is a, a f it is like a a virus, it is a virus in, in a country, the corruption. I, for example, uh, let uh, put per case the COVID, that is a global issue. Um, when the, the, you look on TV more, more times, or in the radio, or the people who are opining 24-7, uh, uh, you won't uh, see uh, that everybody is, is uh, aware of um, the phony credit rating companies fostering irresponsible financial policies everywhere. Nobody knows, no, of the lack of transparency and sound budgets in the healthcare system. Not the not the abandonment of the injected drug users, unrealistic measures on prostitution, homeless, nor the draconian confinement pestered by political opportunism or the quantum bias, not, not the corrupt judiciary system. Looking the other way, turning a blind eye and not, uh, not turning the COVID-19 vaccine in a sort of um, macho popularity contest uh, and by no means uh, the, the heart-rending lack of commitment with a universal healthcare transition. That is the healthcare transition we need after the the segwash and the vaccines, we need it. Not, it just happened that the only one to blame for the pandemic death toll is the virus, and sometimes the immigrants. Bollocks. The stress suffered during the current pandemic and brought me a heart scare. If, if I had died, who or what uh, would have been to blame first? COVID, migrants, myself, or perhaps some of the previously mentioned uh, cause and agents who, what? Well, 
is um, it is a, a topic that links with the with the land with the last link I mentioned and before that I have mentioned it that is justice and equality it is difficult is a it's a difficult topic science involves a sense a common sense plenty of feelings and a, a measurable historical burden so it is difficult to tackle justice and equality topic I, uh, I have been a lucky insider in the smart cities a main contributor um, in projects making our uh, towns uh, more humane place to live in the very first antisocial thermometer nala the platform against gender cyber, cyber violence or harassing teens by twitter even and no quality enough for digital health to prevent addiction to the to the invisible pandemic i i referred there, there won't be a lack of people um, sowing seeds of justice and equality in the incoming megacities world. However, however, as the human web condense and gets tightened um, in travel time, city designs today the cities are too much uh, similar in my opinion mm -hmm. and data ownership private data ownership um, opposite behaviors appear for example scarcity is uh, is the new exotic um, and many people look for poverty uh, born tourists Yes, while thinking that they are morally improving, is as is the moral would be an experience package you can buy from a shelf. On on the other end of the rope, the there are the space tourists who uh, who allegedly get the the same the same benefits than the poverty born tourists. It is a, it is nothing but an imperial view of globalization, and just like happens with this kind of imperial views, when since diverge, the charada gets over, and the zero tolerance, the iron fist policies appear. It is a mess of politics where Joes uh, are the, the first uh, to be racialized and criminalized. And then the, the people, the youth who were aimed to be the social change bearers and get reduced to the intergenerational stigma bearers 
all these uh, together must uh, must be considered as uh, great enemies of a of a creative society, in my opinion. Thank you very much, yes, uh, Professor Manuel. You speak about all this, uh, almost all the foundations of building the creative society, and uh, each principle, as you say, transparency, openness of information for all various. It's needed for every single sector and sphere of our life right now. No matter what we touch, science or other systems or everything. And I like your example, which you said about self-government society as your body, your organisms, your body is self-government themselves, self-organizing the process of living. And that is uh, really interesting. Thank you so much. So to remind our viewers about these eight foundations of building the great society, I'd like to show you a little video where you can more find about them. So please, let's watch a little video about eight foundations of building the creative society. Thank you very much, yes, and thank you, Professor, for this good explanation of every single of those eight foundations. And, uh, and thank you for you, because you understand how vital is that for every single person. And uh, this, uh, well, actually, after conducting few, like a hundred thousands of interviews around the whole world, uh, stages and foundations of building the Great Society was formed and present on our official website, alachalunites.com. So please, if anyone interested in our project on these eight foundations in three stages for building such society, visit our website, have a look, learn about this, search for yourself and find out what do you want, what kind of society you would like to live, and how do you envision the world where everyone living in happiness, prosperity and feels safe. Thank you so much, Professor Manuel. It's really nice to hear your opinions. It has been an honor being invited. Dear Manuel, I'd like to ask you, uh, what do you think uh, each of us can do on uh, our daily basis to implement this aid foundation and how to live already in creative society? Yeah, I think 
that um, is a the keys uh, how how uh, we we use uh, the the time in this sense and that is um, our um, daily lifetime um, <laughs> and the time in a more wide sense I will start from a wider perspective and then uh, I will I will narrow it to your your very personal time in 2018 I participated in the environmental Dunsai Clock project. It is similar to the one by the US Valley team of atomic science. Never before uh, we they get closer to extinction. Uh, a year later, in 2019, I created the first World Bioethics Index including more than 140 countries and the first urban bioethics rank in with more than 160 cities and I realized that all the health region have a great potential for loving life without exception nevertheless in 2020 the environmental doomsday concerts peak at again and today amidst pandemic and the concerns are worse even in, in many countries the next generation will be poorer than the than their parents once uh, for the first time since a long long time ago and before they expected the gap between the between real real growth and wealth wealth accumulation especially um, widens before our eyes. Strong civil societies are being washed away by stronger data powered states. We we have come to this world in the turn of the tide and we need creative solutions everywhere in order to keep safe about our um, our time our um, more um, more personal time I I think that um, and we should turn to the justice and equality uh, topic again. Science uh, from the political apex, uh, we found two ways to destroy justice and equality. One is clientelism and the other is demagogy. Purists and demagogues, demagogues mostly rely on opportunism and radicality. It uh, opportunism and radicality arose from misery, uh, usually from ethnic heterogeneity. In times of crisis, like our present day, 
needless to say. And these kind of demagogues are by far the more dangerous concern for a country more than COVID-19. COVID-19 management is a good example of this. Yes, if, if we see, if we see ameliorating health handicaps and disease like a, a product, a quota or, or even a, a privilege rather than an inalienable a human right, it might lead to the, the elimination, the banishment of, of humanity in healing. It would be very harmful for bioethics. We, we must stop it. Not only the bioethicists, we all as a human species. Months ago, I, I stood, stood up against this gloomy outlook and started my volunteering as chair in the, in the subcommittee on COVID-19 and corruption hosted by the obvious Ethics Institute. And many, many other friends of mine are also giving time for the common good. So I cheer everybody, without exception, to do their bit. It is uh, it it is uh, important um, because it uh, doing giving time or giving help to others uh, enhance our our soul searching, our daily soul searching, and the human safety as a whole. Uh, why? From ignorance and phobia, the philosophy of necessity emerged. Then the punishment always, always have the benefit of doubt. Then um, um, there people turn a blind eye of the abuses committed here and there is is very relativized the the abuse but um, actually uh, it is uh, the idealization of punishment of punishment as a way in which uh, safety is meant to happen everybody means that uh, the iron fist uh, paramount weight more safety. Well, it is a it is a fallacy. The most uh, the people the countries where the capital punishment applies uh, are not more safe. Uh, maybe the exception of Japan, but the capital punishment is rarely applied anyhow. Anyways. Um, it's, a, it's difficult to believe, but uh, the confinement in prisons once was a, an act of uh, charity aimed to, to free the individual for uh, the darker prison 
of a corrupt heart. It was uh, this kind of rhetoric in the ends of 18th century and 19th. But uh, all this mercy gets to summit um, get to summit and their prison as business well, with no room for uh, mistakes nor conversion. We are today confined to uh, as an act of uh, benevolence but uh, nobody knows uh, where we will wind up nobody knows it so we, we should be be wise be wise we must smell continually the the political landscape we must to smell daily uh, when scenes are getting hairy. Yes, right now, uh, unfortunately, knowledge is, is uh, certain, isn't it? Uh, not uh, how humanity, but just privileged individuals. And uh, we need to make a great society that actually could serve the whole humanity for benefit of humanity. And thank you very much, Professor Manuel, to speak so openly about uh, this uh, really, really important topic because right now people don't know much, as you said, uh, people don't know about climate or environment and what threats and dangers are actually upon us. They uh, don't know much about, uh, let's say, what actually our medicine and healthcare could do as well and uh, all other things. And also know about that you have worked um, with uh, media and I'd like to ask you, how do you envision media and informational technology creative society, what should the goals be? Because as you already mentioned, it should be transparent. Could you please open a little bit up this topic? What the goals of media and uh, information technology should be? In I think that um, media, uh, social media, is um, is a not good science, um, and they are um, too focused on monetizing. I, in my my master of science, I meditated a long time about. Uh, what was the, the ethical information? The um, no, I don't mean the um, the ethics of information like like the uh, journalist ethics and anthology uh, and so on. But uh, what uh, qualities should have an information to be ethic? Um, I I written of uh, I wrote of on how the um, the oligopoly of information um, was uh, was affecting uh, the 
the freedom, the, the free will. Well, uh, we don't have free will in the, the most philosophical sense of the topic, in my opinion, since we are very, very influenced. But um, uh, social media is, uh, is a straw that broke the camelback. It's, um, it's um, uh, dangerous uh, even before the, the Cambridge Analytic scandal. It's, uh, it's dangerous, for example, uh, you can see, uh, you can show plenty of pictures of um, the, the global apex with uh, Jeffrey Epstein before his scandal, before he was disclosed as a swine. Mm -hmm. But um, today, if you try to to see these pictures, um, then you really will find one. Um, to turn a, a modem into a saint is, is an out with um, ignoring all the flaws, all the moral flaws, all the big mistakes, and highlighting only the, the good scenes. So, after meditating it and looking how, how information um, impart from lessons learned from the early stage of social media, science 208 onwards, uh, I concluded that ethical information is true communication. Yes. When the communication is true, is is a human, or is uh, what you actually mean to say, not a second intention, not a corner at you and saying and that you must to read the air around the the context of gas, or gaslighting or any any kind of uh, techniques but true communication it is it is uh, ethical information and we are uh, we are lost in it is a is now a dangerous uh, concerned species, so to say, um, around the, the ways we communicate. Uh, there are cases of people who have 10,000 friends in Facebook and die alone. Well, I have no 10,000 friends, but uh, and when I have a, a problem, I can call the phone or call a friend. Or, um, well, there is plenty of uh, COVID restrictions in Barcelona, uh, restriction of mobility. So perhaps we can um, um, date in a park or, or hanging out, but uh, we can make a video call. Not, not on not is the technology, the the evil, is a is the abuse, is the the luring monetizing of human identity, is how we 
we can lose perspective of having a life when we are uh, absorbed by our allocentric presence for i mean if i put my face in a map uh, in real time it is my allocentric presence but it is not your being it is a uh, uh, it is adulterated can be a, a useful tool but it it is not true communication um, by no means we should give it a, a more room than strictly need uh, today the inauthentic communication is uh, stealing is uh, land grabbing the space we have before to meet in i i have uh, i come from a mediterranean culture and the, the idea of agora of a public place to change not only goods but also ideas is, is very important um, and then the, the agoras are now only uh, crowded by very old people the the and the digital dimension uh, is where the the young people, the uh, mainly the digital natives, have their their own agora. It is not bad since we have we live now in a digital dimension, but um, it seems like uh, trying to do other thing, being creative. Actually, being creative. Uh, well, what about uh, meeting in in a forest because it is funny not a meeting for drinking not meeting for well let's know uh, ourselves let's enjoy ourselves in a in a different stage let's uh, enhance our self knowledge and uh, let's enhance the 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 time we uh, we share with uh, with our friends in this sense it, it is linked with uh, with another um, point in the in a creative society that is uh, the development of personality yeah. we wish we, we should foster non-conformism I don't mean whining in the social media or start to cry like a little child because you are from this or that color. It is not. I don't. I don't mean it. Um, development of personality is is a human right. Uh, most people don't know it, but is a human right. It is um, it is in the 1948 uh, declaration um, and by no conformism I, I mean building our building our meaning 
our our meaning of life, our sense of life, um, trusting in our moral agency first. I don't mean being closing our ears and don't take advice, um, but I should that we are who, who life our own life. You should pay attention to our moral agency. It implies a little work, it implies of knowledge. Well, it pays the price too. We should question if our received, if our received education um, is streamlined with our personal interest or not. Perhaps uh, you are a very artistic person or very analytic person. You are, uh, when you uh, have your education, you are even more motivated, more self-motivated to keep uh, learning math or physics or painting or sculpture or not. It is and the I think that it is the way education should be marked, not uh, not by a score in a paper. It. Mm, yes, you have I, to business, uh, development of personality, and we should connect back to each other and to nature itself. Spend more time for together. Spend more time to go out and connect for every single living being around us. Because yes, you are right. We are buried in this uh, news, in the media, and in the informational field is so deeply, so much information now had right now, which is uh, overwhelming. So we have to close it up, go outside, and think what actually we want, what we would like to develop ourselves, as you said, to find these creative abilities in us and just to open them up. And if you'd like to be, I don't know, as an artist or as a journalist or anybody, just find this more a better stuff you could do with your eyes. So just bury yourself on, the in the, on a Facebook or anywhere else. You have to enjoy our life and going outside more than stuck our heads inside, those kind of things. And I'm agree with you 100%. It's uh, informational technologies connect us and help us to find each other and to understand the one big human family, global family, nothing divides, nothing separates us, we're all the same and we all want the same things. And you thank you so much because development of personality is really important. Thank you so much, Professor Manuel. It's, thank you for openly speaking about these topics and subjects and I um, really appreciate your examples as well, which you're giving to us and our viewers. Thank you so much. And I'd like to ask you, we have a tradition to ask our guests to nominate someone for next live podcast. And I'd like to ask you, Professor Manuel, who you would like to invite in our next live broadcast. Could you please tell us uh, the names of these people you would like to invite? I uh, have uh, two persons uh, to invite. I hope the, the comments uh, and your good criteria uh, uh, help me to decide. Uh, um, the first of them is Sukram Sablimi. Uh, she is a 
professor of history of medicine in Turkey. Um, the city where she was born has been struck by a, a deadly earthquake um, also by the COVID-19 pandemic. She is an expert in hygiene measures across history from the heated and even earlier to our days and I'm sure she can give a, a very practical advice and a, and a first-hand well-founded opinion um, about the, the current crisis. The, the other person is my thesis uh, director and uh, friend Darrell Mazer. Mm, he is an outlier scientist uh, who studied in Cambridge uh, before a Nobel Prize and he is a world referent in bioethics. Uh, he was a regional advisor, UNESCO regional advisor for the um, Pacific and Asia region. Um, he is a, a great theorist of the love in bioethics or a, of a scientific uh, use of, of love uh, as the, the impulse to keep uh, the, the loved and the loved object alive and he will sure give a also very insightful and very insightful opinions and views on, on how a creative society uh, should work or can be or can be enhanced in order and nobody left behind um, the most people could find love and comprehension. Yeah, wow, that sounds fantastic. The book is amazing. Thank you so much for them because uh, I love when you speak about the bioethics in uh, science and everywhere. And I'm pretty sure you have to have the ethics in every single sphere and field of life as well. And we're not, um, we should remember we are humans. And we need to act like once as well. And those people who eliminate it sounds fantastic and social active and already did a lot of things about humanity. We're very excited to have them in our program. Thank you so much. You are welcome. Thank you for the interview. It has been a honor to be here. And I wish you the best luck uh, in the future. Thank you. Let's remind our viewers that if you would like to join us and participate as a host or co-host, please visit our website, alachainunice.com. There's a red join us button and you can use uh, this, our website, so join us button. You can see, you can choose your language, you can drop us a message and on any contacts you see below. And if you have advice or you have like a share with us if you would like to share with us your vision of creative society mm -hmm. or you'd like to know more about our project please no hesitate just write us a message and we'll answer you as short as possible 
everyone is welcome because this project is a calling for humanity for every single human being living right now it's all only enjoyed effort to kind of build the world oh. humanity deserves let's do it together as one big human family let's respect each other and uh, let's help each other let each each other up so this is what uh, we all needed and thank you so much again Professor Manuel, it's, uh, it was really fantastic to hear you. Thank you very much, Manuel, to be with us today. And thank you very much, dear viewers, to being us today as well. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you so much, yes. And uh, we wish you all the best at your work. We wish you all the luck in the future. And uh, But last, before we let you go, could we please ask you one more thing? We know you support the project of Creative Society. You are passionate about this already, and it's fantastic. Thank you very much. Could you please tell us in your native language, which we know you are Spanish in Spain and Barcelona at the moment, how it would sound? I support creative society. How it, how it will be in Spanish? Could you please tell us? Well, um, in Barcelona, uh, most people speak Catalan, actually, rather than Spanish, but the Spanish is, of course, also um, probably speak here. Um, the, well, I, uh, I uh, think that um, there is a a good uh, civil society um, that is uh, that is con concerned uh, with very with many topics abroad. Um, I uh, I think that um, they they perhaps are too influenced by mainstream politics. Um, it is a negative influence since it uh, it steals the, the the originality the freshness of a true grassroots movements thankfully there is also a culture of cooperativism uh, i mean even cooperative business and an alternative economy that uh, is uh, is uh, resilient. I like it from from Barcelona. Maybe I would like a, a greater support for science and humanity. And there is even a measure. Uh, to to send the two percent of the budget to research science uh, today mm, we are uh, under under profited uh, we are uh, somewhat overlooked uh, when doing science in favor of um, other non-added value business that uh, could uh, could have uh, uh, been improved uh, for example israel had a, a strong crisis in 1980s um, 
they obtained a risk investment uh, to promote the, the creative people, the startups, not the typical oligopoly where the politician will retire to the to a very important charge, but the, the people who uh, who obtain their <laughs> university education and wants to make something new, we uh, need a change, a change for good this time. Yes, we do need to change for time and good and jobs is the right. And uh, but this ecology creates society is a calling for everything that we've been right now. What we want is just to ask you, as you said, we early in this program we speak about language. We have all different language. So my native language is Russian, and uh, yours is different, isn't it? And uh, as you said, and, uh, even if you live in Barcelona, you use a few languages. Thank you so much for speaking with us in English today. But we would like to hear. How this actually sounds in your native language? I support creative society. You could please tell us how it sounds. Yo, yo supporto una, yo supporto una sociedad creativa in Catalan language. Uh -huh. uh, y yo, yo supporto, no sería más bien, yo apoyo, yo apoyo una sociedad uh, creativa o o estoy por una sociedad creativa, doy ánimos, chiren, doy ánimos a todas las personas que quieran participar de una sociedad más creativa. Wow, thank you so much, it's so lovely, it sounds so nice, thank you so much. So we wanted to hear how this sounds. Thank you so much, Professor Manuel. We wish you all the best with your work. And together, we can build the beautiful world that humanity deserves. And you are part of our big human family. So welcome to our project. And uh, we are very happy you're here. And we thank you so much for having a lovely conversation today with you. We wish you all the best with everything. Let's stay connected. Thank you. And right now, we're going to say goodbye for our viewers and uh, for everyone. And we'd like to thank also for Elena as my co-host and for our technical support and everyone for being with us. Thank you. Thank you. Have Thank a good day. Bye. for everybody to care about other people and not about themselves only. Uh, people should respect each other, and, uh, not dependent on the color, the gender. Uh, we must avoid all this uh, uh, confrontation, you know. The fact that we're all humans is what unites us, so. But I think you start to think of yourself more as a person from the planet. 
task of the media is to help society find a common language and communicate. I think friendship and being nice to each other can unite everyone. We want to live in a society that where the people are very conscious, so they make the conscious decisions. Work for the sake of uh, society, for the sake of love, for the sake of connection. I see that all people want two things: love and we respect. A compassionate society, a society that understands that your needs are you know, valued. What unites us is being in relationship with each other. It's about humanizing the human society. Everybody has to be informed in a, in a proper way. Let's support each other. Let's help each other, no matter what another person may have. In a creative society, human life will be of highest value, and the best human qualities will prevail.